Welcome to another beautiful episode of Heart and Soul. And today we will share and chat about mind, body, heart and soul and how they're all interconnected and how we can become more aware of when we're a bit out of alignment. And as always, my gorgeous co-host Janet is here. Hello, good morning. Good morning, Caroline. I think this is a big topic for us and it's going to be, you know, so much to cover, but we, we'll see what we, we get through today. Very exciting. Yeah, and I remember you hosted the Mind, Body, Soul yes. meeting in Zurich 2018, 17. Oh, a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, and there is Mind, Body, Soul, Mind, Body, Spirit. And some people say, yeah, spirit or soul is the heart. We can all go into these details, but it's, of course, the mind what we are thinking of and the body yeah the body we can touch and of course the heart and the emotions and the soul and the reasons why we are here our soul purpose and all these and yeah we can be out of let's say out of alignment or have a little not in the flow part, maybe in our body, we can have aches and pains. And they, of course, affect then our mind because we think about the pain and they affect our emotions because then we feel a bit low because it's painful. And then, of course, our soul probably isn't shining because we feel a bit disconnected because we're so in the body. And the other way as well, if we, if, if, yeah, we are sort of have, are mentally exhausted, you know, and, and then of course it affects our body as well and our emotions. And again, we are not in tune with our souls. So I'll, I'll hand it over to you, Janet. Well, why don't we start with the mind? And that's where I sort of started my healing journey because it was my mind <laughs> that needed to kind of like need a little bit of work doing because it was, I was someone that's very much, I'm an overthinker. I dwell on things and take things very personally. And I happened to, until I know now, I very much lived in the past so constantly, constantly going through that cycle of like movie strips in my head of like replaying, replaying trauma, replaying difficult situations. And it was constantly there. And it was only through starting to realize I needed to heal myself because I'm sorry, but going for some of the medication helped a little bit, but it didn't sort out the problem, really didn't. It was kind of like putting a sticky plaster, a band-aid on, but not really getting to the root of the problem. And it was by doing, I started off doing NLP, which is Neuro Linguistic Programming. And there I was fascinated because then I started to realize, of course, the mind plays a huge part in 
how things work within our bodies. It's like the computing system. And that's the way I sort of, when I come from IT background, I can say, oh yeah, that's like the computer. And if it's not running properly, you know, there's going to be issues. If it's not sort of cleared down, if it's not things deleted off it, if it's not running efficiently. And I thought, yes, this all makes so much sense to me. And then the wonderful thing you learn about NLP is about sort of, you can reprogram your brain because some people feel that, you know, once you're in a certain way that you've trained your brain in a certain way and that's basically what we've done because we've not known any better but trained it in the wrong way it's like training your dog isn't it (laughs) which I'm learning about now and it was then learning about how we can use our words how we can use statements I mean we talked about affirmations last week and how powerful those are but the right ones you have to connect with them and there's like neuroplasticity is where the brain starts to create new synapses and they're like little messenger points. They sort of like imagine a little sort of like electrical connection that sends a message to your body throughout your body. So it's like kind of constantly sort of this messaging system going backwards and forwards. And again, if that's not working properly, it can cause that can cause aches and pains in your body or you're not receiving the messaging properly. So there's there's a whole fascinating topic about your your mind and your brain and how they work. And about, of course, then you've got the conscious mind and then you've got, well, actually, it depends on two trains of thought. You either have the unconscious or you have three levels, the subconscious and the unconscious, all working in different ways. <laughs> And I could just take over this whole show with that one topic. So I'm not going to dwell much more on that, but to say that your mind is a powerful ally when you're aligned with it. Absolutely. And your thinking, your thoughts. And I always talk about the the mind monkeys (laughs) when they're out of control and your thoughts are like getting everything back in line. It's, it is a fascinating topic. And for me, that's where I needed to start my healing journey to sort my mind out, to declutter and to bring back a space where I could actually start to think in a more positive way. Does that ring any bells with you, Caroline? Yeah, one way, yes. I mean, I am all about emotions, of course. <laughs> and uh, But again, those negative self-talk, I learned to be aware of. And I mean, that's the thing. Always be gentle with yourself. You know, it's not like you can switch the flip and (laughs) flick the switch. Then it's from all negative to all positive. It's a process. And the more you're aware of your thoughts and especially your self-talk, You know, or like Janet said, if you're always rewinding old stuff, it's truly essential to let that go lovingly and then refocus on more positive thoughts. And it can wear you down. You feel, yeah, not good about yourself. And then, of course, you're all said, for me, it's all about the emotions you know it's sort of like and of course they connect you know the thoughts go with the 
emotions, the emotions go with the thoughts. It's all, you know, when you feel good, you have good thoughts. And if you have good thoughts, you feel good. And vice versa, it's sort of, sometimes it's like if it's a rainy day, you feel a bit rained. And if the sunshine is up, it's like, yeah, I feel good. So I had to be more aware of my emotions, you know, I mean, more aware, sort of like, yeah, clearing my energy and the emotional field and, and uh, yeah, connect to my heart. I was always really connected to my heart. And, and even when my marriage ended, ended, I finally started yoga and that was going more into the body and feeling into the body. And it was really calming my mind. And I loved meditation. I took on meditation classes and that helped me also to really calm my mind and really come within. I think that's the thing, even with emotions and, and thoughts, you can be so out there you're not aware of, of how it feels within or how your body is. And, and for me, then yoga was so good because I could feel into that stretch or, you know, adjust. And I really needed to focus on my body. And I think our body shows us when something is not in order. You know, it gives you a pain when, when something or you feel stiff when you're holding on to too much and taking the time to listening to your body, to your emotions, to your thoughts, you know, observing them and adjusting a little, maybe have a good stretch in your body when you feel a bit stiff. And yeah, maybe do something that uplifts you. Like for example, dancing or singing or something, then you feel more joyful so you have great emotions more joyful and yeah and then of course with the thoughts I mean NLP is amazing and I love that to really anchor a positive thought and yeah it's it's amazing how they all work together so I don't I don't think you can be joyful and then having negative thoughts, or you can, you know, that's all, all truly good, you know, and when you're joyful, your body feels good. And then, of course, you're connected to the soul. So where does the soul come in, Janet? Well, I was just going to say, I want to talk a wee bit more about the body before we get to the soul part. And right, as you sort of say, it's it's very important sort of because it is all connected. And I think this is why it's very hard to just pull one part aside, because for us, it is everything. It is a holistic. We are all of it. And absolutely, as you right, you sort of said about the body, very important. Your thoughts create um, emotions, create behaviors. So they're all connected. Absolutely, as you sort of said, you know, to get out out of your head as we say we get out of your head absolutely to do something else and yoga is great meditations are great although some people I'm a little bit ADHD and I find it very hard to focus sometimes in meditation I have to find the right meditation the right length the right guided and sometimes the meditation for me can be 
when I sit, let's say, sit down to play the piano for 15 minutes, I'm in the moment. And I think that's important as well. And I'm focused. My brain can't be thinking about anything else when I'm trying to read the music and get my fingers to connect and do all of that. And that is, for me, is also a, a sort of form of, of meditation. So you've got to find your own way. And you said about dance. Well, your body loves an energy system loves when you move and if you flow and, you know, your vagus nerve loves that and you're singing, you're singing or even just humming along to a tune. Your vagus nerve loves that, the energy, the release of that. And that is all helping your your energies all related to different parts of your body. So this is this is so important. Your yoga, all of that absolutely swimming there's so many different ways that we can find even just walking in nature we've talked you and I both love walking in nature so you know and that anything that makes you feel good that really sort of pumps you full of the endorphin side of things that's again you know working your brain (laughs) setting the right sort of um, hormones across your body etc helping to sort of stamp out the cortisol, the stress level. So absolutely. So it is definitely your mind and your body connection. And a lot of people, I think, are starting to relate that the mind and body work together. But as we know, there's more. (laughs) And you touched on it, you said about the heart. So let's go back to the heart, Caroline. Tell us more about the heart. The heart, for me, it's the emotional part. I mean, in pranic healing, we learned we have the physical body, we have the energy body, then we have the emotional body, and then the thinking body. And then it's sort of like the soul body, whereas it's even with the cord connected to the soul. But they're all sort of layers of our whole being, you know. And For me, it's just because emotions are so connected to the heart and we can, when we are feeling, for example, grief or heartache or any emotional pain, we feel down, you know, we truly feel low and that's okay, we need that time. So just to make clear, we need that time to heal, to go deep, to release that and don't rush out of the process and there's nothing wrong with that but of course having the toy and for me it was because I didn't want to feel pain anymore I sort of closed down I said I closed down my heart because I never ever wanted to feel this pain anymore and it happened when my father suddenly died it happened when my marriage ended when another relationship ended and I felt I am so unlovable and I I just don't want to feel hurt again so I was sort of like soul shrink on but I didn't feel the pain but I lacked joy so for a long time I was looking for joy I need to find joy you know and and also for the inner child play I need to play with my child I couldn't nothing could really work it out nothing truly felt joyful even though I mean I love to play with my kids and everything but it was all sort of dulled and then I finally sort of 
healed my heart and allowed those shutters that were really tight to open up. And of course, yeah, releasing that pain, releasing the hurt. And then it was sort of like a whole rainbow of emotions were finally able to come through. You know, it was, and it felt like before I was living in a gray world or black and white world, you know. And then all of a sudden it was all this fun and then joy came natural and and playing, playfulness and all these things felt truly good. It wasn't just like, you know, it's sort of like, um, yeah, with computer, you know, you have sort of that really minimal bandwidth and then all of a sudden you have the broad, you know, and that's how it felt and, and it was good. So it, for me, the emotions are truly connected to the heart and we can only connect to them when it's open. And yes, we will also feel the lower ones, but that's part of life and that's part of duality here on earth you know but we can truly feel that love because love is something I was seeking all my life and that's beautiful and for me love is our true essence and this is just sort of like yeah for me it's sort of we have sort of a love body you know <laughs> a love love around us and yeah so emotions are important for me, and that's the first thing I react to. And, and for me, I always had a hard time saying that my thoughts, so you always have to have positive thoughts, so you have positive feelings and things. For me, I, I'm more of an emotional feeling person, so I can relate more with feelings than with with thoughts so that's more prevalent and I think with Abraham Hicks there she also said go over your feelings be joyful it's easier for people to connect to joyfulness than stirring their thoughts but I know there are more mind-oriented people and then it works probably the other way around <laughs> I think for me it was about clearing the head because for so long my when you said about your heart being closed up I felt like mine had a brick wall for so long because I didn't realize because I had no basis to understand that when I went through menopause in my teens but then it was diagnosed in my early 20s I shut down I completely shut down because it was grief the loss of you know motherhood that I always wanted to be a mother and it was that grief that I shut down my heart completely I I mean I got through life and I mean there were some nice bits but I was really close to stuff and I didn't want to fail I was like say like I was in a zombie state for at least a couple of decades but well for a while anyway then my husband helped me to break that down he broke that down um so I totally understand that, that the heart, and when we said, you know, my I was heartbroken, it really feels like that. And if you're a very empathic person, that feeling 
it's really devastating. <laughs> I mean, I felt like once that wall, it, it, it like erupted, it, you know, totally erupted like a volcano. And then I had, I was forced to deal with it. So that was it. But for me, I had to start with my head because I'd been so long. There had been a series of traumatic events and I needed to declutter that and stop those programs being played in my head before then I was able to move back down to my heart. And you're absolutely right is that, you know, the, well, the two work together. And, you know, if you can bypass this part and straight down to there, great, even better. I mean, that's much, much healthier. So as we move on sort of the heart, I mean, I always think as well as the heart, the heart field, that really strong energetic field as well. And when that's working properly, I mean, that's amazing. And it spreads out so far because when you're feeling good and you're, when you said yourself that when you fall back in love with yourself and you've got that love, that big, powerful energy burst of love here, like that just is like, imagine it just like rippling. It's just like, going out there into the world and into people around you and that is beautiful and we need more of that we really need more of that right now we do definitely definitely and love is our true essence i mean we came from love we're going back to love and here on earth we're trying to find what love in our own different ways but it's truly important and yeah I mean I was told I'm too sensitive or too emotional you know <laughs> and that's also emotions are part of us and thoughts are part of us and our body is part of us and but we are not just the body we are not our thoughts we are not our emotions we are a soul right we are a body we are so so much more as you say so so complex it's so beautifully complex i mean you can say god's design i mean god can be you know divine source whatever word you want to use there but it's so beautiful how we are each individual how we're made up absolutely incredible um because I have a friend who who studied medicine and she used to come and tell me all the excitement of things like oh do you know that this does this and and she's very you know obviously it's very physical um side of things and it, I mean she used to get so so excited I'm sorry but when she was starting going I'm going no I don't need to know that <laughs> screamish me <laughs> anyway but you're right the soul to me the soul is an important part of it. When they talk about, I'm going to talk about spirit as well so that people can understand. To me, the soul is like, imagine like a ball of light just in front of our heart space, heart area, and I can move around. But that's like, we talk about our guiding light. And that's why we talk about, you know, finding your soul purpose is reconnecting with that. And it, it's like guiding you in the right in the right way and that's connected your heart and soul are connected that's you know the link that's the link and to me it's like this ball of light our soul then connects to spirit to the divine to the god 
it's like this plugs in. <laughs> Not quite in a way that ties us down because we, you know, we have a human brain is very limited in our understanding about things. But that's our connection with the oneness that connects us with everything. And that is when we need to understand that, that we are totally, we're not apart, we're not separate, we are part of the one, the one consciousness. I'm getting goosebumps talking about this because it's such an amazing learning when you connect with that and you realize, you know, because from a religious background, I mean, to me, the soul was somewhere in there. Didn't really understand it it was kind of like you talk about you know soulless soul that and all the other and and it kind of like felt like was very wishy-washy I didn't know what really you meant but to me now my learning has been like this this light this ball of light so obviously yes the more connected aligned you are in your life and your heart and soul led that will shine brighter and that amplifies, you know, and that you're then tuning into this to follow what making choices and decision no longer becomes a massive issue because you tune in to your soul and you know, and you know, this is, this is the way to go, or this is what I need to be doing, or this is why I'm here. This is my soul purpose. This is what I am here to do. And for everybody it's different. Everyone's different. But think once you connect with that and imagine that almost plugged in and spirit is like the electrical feed coming in like and coming through your soul into your body. It's amazing. You know, how, how can it not be when you're being fed with that, that energy, that energy source and that understanding? And yeah, it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. I know that there's some people who can, actually see these things I can't see it but we feel it I mean we all I mean particularly in past <laughs> you're with somebody and you just like there's a connection and you've never met this person before but you just feel really suddenly very comfortable not a problem you feel very connected and then there's other people you kind of go mm, not quite sure about and it's probably because they're not as aligned with their soul. And then everybody has a soul. Before we say it, everybody has a soul. It's not like you're your soulless. You know, everybody has a soul. It's just how connected you are. So what about you, Caroline? Do you feel that as well? Um yeah, I feel that. And for me, it's more what I learned and how I feel is sort of like the soul is on top and then connected to the universe. But it's the same. The chakra, you know? yeah. It's absolutely the same, but I love your guiding light analogy. That's absolutely beautiful. And we're definitely, we are all sourced in to the universe, yeah. to spirit, world, everything. And, and yes, coming from a religious background, I just want to sh share that we are experiences here on earth. And For me, there's not hell or heaven. So we're just the soul experiencing things. And yeah, we get misguided, but we are all human beings with a body, a soul, a heart. 
and deeply connected and also we have sort of like soul families you know we come sort of from a family that are sort of linked and that's when I feel oh that's when I call it soul sisters you know you get to just connect with people that are sort of on your wavelength and and then there are others, they belong to a different soul family. You interact, but it's not the same. It's sort of like, um, yeah, it's it's like they're not on the same wavelength in a way. They're different kind of energy. And uh, yeah, I absolutely love that and igniting the light and deeply feeling connected. And I think so many of us, are really looking for that soul purpose, for that soul connection, for that, yeah, that connection to the universe and and uh, maybe for the reason of life. I mean, sin des Lebens in German, it's sort of like, it's, it's a big, big, big thing, you know, and it's sort of that, yeah, why am I here? What am I supposed to do? And we feel like going to work at eight to nine or nine to five, you know, it's it's just not fulfilling on a soul level. I mean, you can have a fulfilling job and there's nothing wrong with nine to five jobs because that's where you're needed and if you love it absolutely perfect but some are feeling drained and low on energy or like in a hamster wheel and so they're sort of like unplugged aren't they they they're not connected to their heart and their soul and they probably don't listen to their body so becoming more aware of yeah the aches and pains and for me as a massage therapist and also as an energetic healer people come sort of with my shoulders or my foot I instinctively know where that happens you know for example the knees they are aligned with your parent and then it depends with your left knee or right knee and whether you're left-handed or right-handed it's more the mom or the father issues and they are emotional issues we have things we haven't cleared, things we still carry on. And especially with the shoulder and neck, it's like we're carrying that really heavy backpack of old emotions, old pain of things we can let go. And then we feel free. And that's easy when we connect to the heart and the soul. Because then, first of all, we know our worth. We feel good about ourselves and we can lead a life full of light and feel deeply connected. And that's when there is inner peace, inner calm, the love, love for life and love for earth and all the living beings. And yeah, if we are all connected to our soul and heart and mind and body, all goes there together. Would be peace. There would be peace, you know. Absolutely. I mean, what we're seeing in the world right now, there's just so much chaos. There's so much fear, and 
the work that you and I do are about sort of bringing people back. You know, it's basic to me, the heart is the gateway to then connecting with the soul, to having that, you know, you need both. You need both. And the heart is like, where you find your way back? And then it opens that lovely door and then you can sort of work on that, you know, building that light. And you're absolutely, you know, we do need this right now. You know, if you're listening or you're, you're watching this and you're feeling yes, this resonates with you, this makes sense, what we're saying, you know, please reach out. Caroline has a lovely um, group circle that she she runs, you know, speak to her about joining that because then every week you're connecting and getting that lovely connected with other like-minded heart and souls, <laughs> sisters. <laughs> um, but do, because, or if you're feeling lost, you're not happy with where you are in your life. I mean, we, we do soul purpose, you know, finding your soul purpose. There's, you know, so much that we can help you with um, and support you with to find your way because we believe that everybody has their light to shine in this world. And the more lights that are shining, look at how bright the world would be and how much. I Caroline used to use a word and I love this word. Every time I see Caroline, I think of this word. The word is bliss. And I, to me, that is just a compasses where you are just truly in a state of joy and peace together. You're just in that beautiful, beautiful, and it's such a lovely, every time I see Caroline, I think of the word bliss. See, this is the effect she has on me. And she makes me feel <laughs> joyful and at peace. Yeah, and bliss is also, I think, being connected. I think bliss comes from that heart and soul connection from that deep knowing, you know, like you said, that inner peace calm with that love and that trust and just connected to the soul. I think that's the bliss. And I always tell my clients, follow your bliss because, yeah, we can look for joy or love or child in a child play whatever you're looking for in so many places but just follow your bliss and that's yeah just follow that wherever it leads you because it never leads you astray you can just follow that and yeah sparkle like a diamond or that's like a star <laughs> The soul, that ball, that bliss ball, sparkling, follow it. <laughs> Absolutely. But, you know, it is so important for ourselves to realise that, you know, that there's so much going on out there that maybe we cannot do anything about. But what can we do? We can work on ourselves. And the more we work on ourselves and, you know, clear the mind clutter, come down and find that beautiful space of loving yourself, this self-love. And it's not an egotistical, it is genuine. Once you care and love about yourself, Caroline has a beautiful self-love journey as well. Um, you know, when you connect there, then that opens that lovely gateway to the soul. So please, please, please. Um, connect with us or just keep watching and listening to the podcast yes we enjoy that too definitely and and 
it's a constant, you know, every day I, I check into my body, you know, where does it feel, where does it need something? I check in, no, okay, probably mind, body, spirit or something, but, you know, I check in with my body, I check in with my emotions, I observe gently and lovingly my thoughts you know, if they're worrying or if they're overthinking, oh, I have to do this, have to do this, have to do this, then that's stress. Then I just take a note, a paper and write it all out. You know, it's done. I can focus on more and always, always connect to my heart and my soul. And that's a constant, you know, and it's fluent. We go through all these different mind body heart and soul every day and just be more observant and yes definitely my morning work in nature is with all the beauty around and a lovely dog is just bliss to start a day <laughs> and always happy happy for you to leave a comment reach out to us my name is Caroline Palmy, and my gorgeous co-host is Janet Groom. And so happy you've been here. I think we can wrap it up. Janet, do you have anything more to say? Oh, Caroline, this is a topic that we could just talk about all day. <laughs> we maybe need to do another mind, body and heart and soul um, event. Watch out. Exactly. Just, I think we've got ideas, haven't we? something coming up perfect perfect and if you missed previous episodes our heart and soul book is available on amazon download it now with extra gifts and freebies in there to really help you connect to your heart and soul thank you so much and speak to you again next week